He's an A student. A kind of, does he have any behavioral problems? No, he actually got a YouTube channel and he's trying. Uh, I don't need that. Don't need no, no, just, no. But where is it? But his daddy is still. If his daddy is alive, does he have a, a relationship with his father? Yeah, he does. Then what's your issue with him? Um, he's not um, business minded like my father and my uncle. And then why did you choose to make a baby with him before you got married? And the first thing she'll say, "Oh, he's a struggling artist. I can understand that." Well, brothers, you're a struggling artist too. I'm a struggling artist, okay? God forbid if you take it to the bar. Let me tell you, like, 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 the, like the dice man said, throw a burger down on throw, baby. All right? Because as, the, as I get older, as I get older, I'm, I'm 35 years old now, and I don't have time for bullshit. Okay, I'm a single man out here. I'm a good man. Okay. Good looking man, and I ain't got no time for no collard green eating bitches talking about bullshit. <laughs> now I got a new girl. I hope this is something. I got a new girl. I got a new girl. We gotta finish at least that one. We gotta finish that one. Okay, okay. I got a new girl. I got a new girl, and I called her today, and I said, Look, I'm going up to see the brothers up at the black man's thing. We're talking about the book. She said, Is 
so yes. many black women be hurt by this book, be so uh, enraged over it, and there's no truth in it. <laughs> you know, if there's no truth, why are you so enraged? If you're not in it, you don't know nobody in it, what's, what's all the excitement? If you write me a book and say, I heard I saw a man with four heads walking down the street, you know, hey, that don't apply to nothing I know about. It. I don't even pick up the book. You know, but now if, you, if it's a truth and it's touching you and maybe it's uncovering you or maybe it's giving your old man a chance to peep at you, then maybe you want to close that mouth up. You know, seem like to me the ones who's complaining are the most out of control women I have ever seen. And they say they're not out of control. You watch them on TV. Watch how they attack this sister. I mean, some of them are sitting there, great big one, and sit right next to her, like, you know, well, I don't agree with you. Boy, like they ready. Like somebody set them up there to, to, to jump on the sister. They did. You know? Now, why would you do things like that if it's not true? You, you're showing you out of control. You're showing you just like she described from page one. The ones like that's from page one through the whole book. You know, I don't discuss my personal life a lot because of. Uh, this project is so controversial and I know that people are looking for ways to try to criticize me because they think that uh, as a result of writing the black man's guide to understanding black women that uh, I'm trying to set myself up as being the perfect model and that I'm telling everyone you know well I have it all straightened out you should listen like people hype mans, people middlemans, people runners, people do boys like <sighs> okay so let me try to explain it so let's say you have a celebrity. I'm just gonna say not unlike Atlanta celebrity. I'm gonna just say like Chris Brown. Okay. So say y'all know Atlanta has so many rappers, rappers, athletes. There's so many of them here. So you're gonna run into their do boys, their runners, their middlemen, their whatever you want to call them. Um, I seen a video about someone saying important nobodies. That's exactly what I feel like they are important nobodies so they're the people they're the people that are hanging around other people and getting clout off of the other people and there's so many of them in Atlanta so again back to my example so let's say Chris Brown okay so let's say if Chris Brown was like Atlanta based artist he lives in Atlanta blah 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 and then he has like all of these homies he every time they're literally with him all the time they go on trips with him they go on tour with him they go pretty much everywhere with this dude they're gonna get probably try to get more girls than the actual bigger artist they're gonna try to get more girls than chris brown is trying to get girls like just off of somebody else's name so there's so many of them in Atlanta and I don't know why like a lot of I'm not even I'm let me just say a lot of them I know that a lot of them personally that try to talk to me and I'm not with it like I just feel like if you can't stand on your own two feet if you're riding off the back of somebody else I do not want you like I do not I do not want you like we just not mm -mm. I'm, if I'm gonna mess with anybody who named is big they name has to hold weight period and I don't even want a big popular person I don't want a lot of people that everybody knows like I'm good with the low-key I'm good with that but if it's like it's just like they do you don't have the time you they broke like you see them all the way always out of town taking trips all the way always out the country always in designer stores and guess who they always with that Chris Brown example I'm a 
disclaimer, I'm only using Chris Brown as an example, and that's just who the artist is. But with that big artist, like they can't go anywhere. They can do all of these things on their own. Like they can't go out the country on their own. They can't make trips on their own. They can't go to the designer stores and buy something on their own. Like it's so many of them in Atlanta, and y'all going if you live here, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you plan on moving here, then make sure you beware because there's so many of them. You can always tell, like, you always see them in their Instagram stories. You always see them on Instagram. You always see them on Snap. Like, like, can you please get your own occupation or create your own lane? Like, it's okay, you know, your homeboy is this big celebrity artist or whatever. And... At least use that to make create your own lane like don't let that just be your whole persona like you just being a D writer pretty much so those are definitely some people you have to look out for because there's so many of them in Atlanta number four is men who live double lives <laughs> And this is not even just down low men, like, of course there's a lot of gay men in Atlanta. But, like, I can go a whole week without seeing one gay man. So, it's not like, well, openly gay men. So, um, a lot of people think that once you come to Atlanta, it's just going to be gay men everywhere. Like, literally every time you turn a corner, every time you go to the corner store, every time you go to the mall... Every time you go grocery shopping, it's just going to be you just going to see a whole group of gay men. Like, it's not like that. It is definitely not like that. And I just feel like people just, there's so many stereotypes about Atlanta. Not even, not even from Atlanta, but me being here for three years now, I've, like, noticed it. And now I'm, like, getting offended. Like, when people be like, oh, hope you don't get AIDS out there. Just saying it jokingly, of course. But, like, I'm like, you'll probably get AIDS where you at before I get AIDS. In Atlanta, like. Period. Period. But anyway. Period. So, yeah. People about living double lives now. A lot already in she done lived. 29 years old. <laughs> you done live, girl. <laughs> it's nice that your kids are so grown, too. I always feel like it's kind of dope to have done all that already you know what i'm saying like she's like she grown she grew, grew with her kids too <laughs> yeah we definitely we still growing for real i'm not even gonna lie to y'all like girls who i know i wasn't the only girl in high school pregnant i wasn't the only girl you know who ain't listen to their mom i had my girl at 17 and it's like yeah. right now we are at the point where she's grown and i'm still young enough that we enjoy a lot of the same things she we was just in the club together like a month ago <laughs> like drunk o'clock in the morning and she's 24 i'm 41 so yeah, it's like see. I had her at seventeen. We was we grew up together. You know, we very very close. And it's like at this point, I have friends that are my age. They got little ass kids, and they can't do shit because they got little ass kids. And I'm like, well, bitch, mine grown. <laughs> I said it because mine grown. Mine yeah, so grown. It, for me, it was hard back then. But I, I looking back at it, I would rather go through what I went through then to have the life that I have now versus being in the shoes of my friends that are older with younger kids. But to each I, his own. And- no, I definitely agree with you. And then, you know, other girls had kids young like us, but 
they call their grandmama's mama and they call their mamas by their first name. And I like I really raised my kid. Like right. I really you in here in the bathroom up. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I I really like my mama ain't make that baby, so my mama ain't needed to raise no more babies. Like I was grown when I laid down and I was grown and I took care of them and I figured it out. And like I, me and my kids have open discussions about everything. They know I'm mama, but anything we we gonna talk about it all. Ain't nobody gonna give you no information or talk to you about something that I'ma tell you right first. I ain't, you ain't never gotta be scared to come talk to me about nothing. So we talk about what I did. We talk about their daddy being in prison and we learning with each other. I still, I really sit and ask my kids like, do it bother you when I do this right here? I'm trying to like, I'm trying to see something. Like we really talk. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. And you did everything you did for your kids and they probably so happy to see you as a rapper. Yeah, do they, do you let them listen to your music? Yeah. They my they listen to everything because I, know everything. I don't believe in I don't believe in filtering no music no TV no nothing because at the end of the day they, they gonna see it somewhere like yep. the cartoons is about the same as the music now so yep. they gonna see it somewhere and it ain't no music or no television or no YouTube parenting my kids I parent my kids they just you know consume that it ain't leading they, it's not teaching them anything in no type of way right. They be listening to hands on your knees. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. they, they, my, they know all the words too. They know all the words. I catch them slip up. I catch them slip up. They would have said a cuss word or something. I'm like, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> Get out the hand. I heard that now. <laughs> so let's talk about just everything that's been happening for you. Cause you did put out um during the pandemic, you've been putting out music. And so, and you've been having time to sit at be at home and you know, be with your kids probably more than ever before since yeah. you don't have to travel right now too much. So talk about deciding to put out some music during this pandemic. Well, I was, I actually was getting ready to put out Real Bitch Radio and it was supposed to be my album, which we getting ready to put it out now. But um, the rollout, I wanted to, I, I had more creative say so with this one. So I wanted the rollout to really be intimate and personal. I wanted to really connect with my fans because everybody putting out a lot of content now, but they're not really touching the people no more. They're not really making their fans feel included. And I wanted to do that. I want to do pop-up shops. I want to do private listening parties just with my fans, you know, shit like that. So when we couldn't do that, because quarantine started, I was like, nah, like, let's hold off on that. But I still want to get them something. Like, I, it's almost been a year since I put something out. I only put Big Rennie out. I got signed with no original content out. I just got signed off Jack and Beats. So I put Big Rennie out. I went, it took a whole year to try and figure myself out, figure my sound out, figure out what it meant to be an artist. But I'm like, nah, they need something. Like right now I got to get them something. So I pulled a couple songs off Real Bitch Radio, put them on the quick tape, took that fucking picture. That picture was really a gas station picture that I just had in my camera roll. Like, shit, we finna use this. And we gonna call this motherfucker quick tape. Like I had to be really resourceful with no resources. So. That's how it came about, and I'm glad I did it because I feel like it sparked the conversation. I had kind of, like, died down. I wasn't staying in the conversation. I wasn't giving people nothing to talk about, so it, it sparked the conversation back up, and now people looking for shit, and they ready, you know, for me to drop shit, and they consuming the stuff that I am putting out because I got them ready for it. Right. Now, before you signed with Wolfpack, were there other people trying to sign you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually went out to LA and recorded with Kanye. Where the story starts to take like a weird, a weird, weird turn. This dude, mind you, he ne he's never been to my house. He didn't even know I lived in the area that I lived in at all. I, I refuse to tell this guy where I lived. I, I would just never do that to myself. So one day, 
and this is probably two months into everything that I'm saying right now. So I, I want to say this is about two months in. I'm, I'm at home with my family and we run out of juice in the refrigerator, right? I'm like, we got to go to the store real quick, y'all, because your girl's parched. I'm thirsty. I need a beverage. Like, we got to go to the store. So I walk outside of my apartment and when I open my door, I see Kurt sitting in front of my neighbor's apartment. And I was like, God, does he also know another person in here? Like, why is he in here? So I didn't want him to see me. So I kind of tried to go the other way around and he saw me anyway. So he's like, Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. And I'm like, uh, hey bro, what are you doing in my complex? Like, I don't understand. Like, what are you? He's like, actually, I'm, I'm looking for you. I couldn't figure out which apartment you lived in. And I was knocking on this door for a really long time and nobody came out and it started raining. So I just started sitting here in the rain. Like literally he was like, he was there for like four hours. And I was like, bro why like why are you at my house why i don't i really don't get it i don't so now he's sitting in front of my house like with mind you he has no shoes on his feet like he's barefoot this dude has no shoes on his feet at all and he was stepping in dirt and it was raining like he was just nasty he starts talking to me and he's like yeah i got your address from one of my homies and if i ever find out who gave him my address like we not friends no more straight up so he's like yeah, I got, I got your address from one of my friends. I just, I was telling him that I really, really liked you and I want you to be my girlfriend. And I came over here to ask you to be my girlfriend. Boy, where's your mother? You're, he was already not my type. He already had skeleton in his closet. He was already doing too much. You know what I mean? So I was kind of like, I was scared of him because like he looked rough. Like he'd been through some things in life. So I nicely said, I was like, oh, I'm not too sure. I'm not really ready for a relationship. Can I think on it? And he was like, yeah, 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 that's fine. And then he opens up my front door, goes into my house. You guys, this is all without my permission. He goes into my house. Mind you, my mother, my sister, and my brother are home. And he goes up my stairs, because we had like a two-level apartment. He goes up my stairs, goes into my mom's room with his dirty, nasty, crusty, dusty, delinquent feet that was just stepping in mud and dirt and rain. And he sits on my mom's bed, crisscross applesauce with his feet on her clean sheets. This is when my mom decided, she was like, no, he, no, no, you can't date him. No, he's disrespectful. So he sat on my mom's bed and started talking to my mom and my sister upstairs, right? So mind you, I'm downstairs. So I didn't even know any of this until I went upstairs and saw him. And my brother's like, yo, Tanya, who's that guy? Who's that bum you just let in the house? And I was like, bum? Like, I honestly, like Terry, like I ain't even invite him in here. Like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, well, I'm just letting you know right now, like if you start dating this dude, like I'm disowning you as like a relative, like we are no longer brother and sister. Like he was so adamant about that. He's like, yo, you can't date him. He looked like a bum. Like he looks like a bum. And I was like, bro, I know. Like I, I don't want to date this guy. Like it's, I swear I don't want to date this guy. So I go upstairs. You know when somebody's not feeling somebody, like you and your like siblings or you and your best friend have a look, y'all look at each other. Like I got to talk to you after this person leaves. So yeah, my sister looks at me. She's like, yeah. Ooh, I almost said his real name. She's like, yeah, Kurt, you know, he's just telling us about himself. Like, you know, she's like giving me the look. And I was like, oh God, like, she's like, yeah, your friend. Like, he's telling us that he really likes you and stuff and all this stuff. So I'm like, oh God, I'm so scared. Mind you, I probably left him upstairs by himself for 10 minutes. There, there was not much he could have said wrong in 10 minutes. So I thought, I go sit in my room. Cause literally, I don't want nothing to do with this guy. He's in the room with my parent, my mom and my sister. And I'm in my room trying to figure out how I'm going to get him out of my house. Like, literally, it was like that. So he comes into my room and he closes my door. Right? And so he sits next to me and like grabs my arm or grabs my hand or something. And I'm just like staring at him. And my mom comes behind him and opens my door. And she's like, we don't close doors around here. And like opens my door. And I was like, thank Jesus, my mom. 
I was like, honestly, like, I, I really just can't have company right now. Like, you gotta go. Like, but I said it really nice. You Mind you, he had a backpack with him when he came to my house, and he sat it down in my room. So when I told him he had to leave, he got up and he left his backpack in my room on the floor. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I actually have a job to do. I have to go work to work. And, um... I'm, I can just get picked up from your house. So I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, my boss is coming to pick me up and he's gonna go buy me some clothes. And I'm like, all right, like what kind of, what, what do you do? He's like, yeah, he's gonna go ahead and put me in like the Hyatt Hotel. And I'm like, what do you do? Like, you know, like, so I'm just sitting there like, why is this boss being that friendly to him? You know what I mean? Literally, I knew nothing about escorting. I knew nothing about this growing up. So I didn't even assume. Let's get right into it. How tall are you? I'm five, four, and three fourths. That size? Um, I'm a small. I'm probably a, maybe a one, two. Okay. And if you ranked yourself, honestly, if you ranked yourself on a scale of one to ten, what would 10. you do? Yeah, let's get back to reality. No, I'm in reality. No, no, you're not in reality. I'm you're in reality. You're not in reality. If you're gonna be a ten, we can end this. Because that's not reality. You're not a supermodel. So what are you? What are you? You're not okay, man. Check the attitude. Check the attitude. This whole this. Let me just go ahead and say this. This bullshit that's running around with black women. They call yourself a ten. Never say you don't. That is some of the most destructive psychobabble that's going around. Black women, you need to to be more humble. And you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. That's not humility. Well, for one. I know that I was made in God's image and he God he knows made, he's not perfect, ma'am. Right. So everybody's a 10. I'm not gonna so, get up oh, here and call myself a four or a two because I, I'm definitely Okay, but okay, well let me cause well, well, since, if you're gonna tell me you're a ten, you're yeah, a ten. I'm a Christian then, woman. I'm no, 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 no. I said physically. You can be a Christian woman, but this. Yeah, physically. I'm beautiful. You're physically a ten. Then what then what is Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Rihanna? What are they? Whatever they consider themselves to be. See, see, this is that bullshit, y'all. This is when I started to get upset because you say you ladies say you want help, but then when you start getting into it, your ego gets into it. Put your dick up. It's not honestly, Kevin. This is I bullshit. See. You're you not a go, team. You can go to my Instagram now and you see that. You're how not I a team. Okay, you can. I don't care how you call yourself. A ten is supermodel looks. Okay. Are you I'm that? Far from, I'm far from ugly, honey. I didn't say that. <laughs> so you I'm made this combative, man. I'm if you really want to say you're a teen, that's fine. But show me no. what the show me what the model contracts are. I don't want to be a model. I, I didn't ask you whether you want to be a model or not. Today, somebody asked me today. But you're not. You but model? man, you're not a. But you're not. But you're not that. Come on. Okay. Well, you said show me where the model contracts. Somebody asked me today. Oh, okay. Do you model? Let's I try no. this. Let's try this again. Where would you honestly rank yourself? I just told you. A 10? Yeah. No. Maybe to you, I'm not, but beauty's in the eye. No, no, no. So you're a 10? Yeah. Okay. So are there any women that are higher? Are you saying I'm not a 10? Tell me why I'm not a 10. No, 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 no. I'm asking you. No, no, no. I'm asking you. Tell me why I'm not a 10. No, no. You're not questioning. So you're on my... You're on my... So you mean to tell me that there are no women that are more attractive than you? What I'm asking, it's hard. If you're a 10, that means you're at the top. It's like I'm not. I, if I'm you're not, a 10, that means you're at the top. If I'm a 10, an I'm a not, plus a 100 on a test is as high. A one, no, no, no. 
No woman. Back it down. No, I'm, I'm telling you. Back it down. A 100 on a test is as high as you can go. It's a perfect grade. You're saying you're a 10, a 100 on the test. Are you saying that there's nobody who scores higher than you on looks? You're in the, you're in the top percentile worldwide. Possibly. Possibly, honestly, but it doesn't matter to me. No other woman I'm intimidated by, not one. You can, I'm not. Maybe by the world standards, I'm not, because I'm darker. You know, I don't know what, uh, what's the reason. I don't bullshit. know. That's bullshit. I don't see, know. See, that's the thing that I always say, thank you for saying it. Thank you. I knew we were going to get to it eventually. Eventually, we we're going to get to the colorism argument. And see, the problem is, man, when you women walk around with this inflated estimation of yourself, mm -hmm. life tells you where lane you're in, whether you want to admit to it or not. So are you saying colorism doesn't... No, no, I'm not, I'm not going down the... I'm not, first off, I'm not going down the colorism path because I'm saying if you were a dime, mm -hmm. you'd be gone by now because dimes get taken like that. Possibly, or treasure is uh -huh. hidden. Okay, is hidden. again, again, this is this is this is what goes on. She's gonna still gonna die on this hill because it's about my ego. I'm not, and I've listened to many black women parent this stuff, especially after that average at best video. I've heard women tell women, "You should never say this. You should never say that." And you know what? So just from me to you, that's where my passion comes from, and I never want to make anybody feel bad. That that too kind of was a lesson for me. Twenty twenty. I don't want nobody. I felt bad before. I felt bad before like that. And I've channeled it into two angry things. Like that's how I channeled my pain for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be like that no more because like I said, I've been humbled. I've been humbled. People that I have roasted, you know, that, that fit categories are overweight or whatever. And they're the main ones still supporting me. You, you see what I'm saying? Like you, you know, like I gotta watch stuff like that, so I care. I care about how we feel, sis, because we all got stuff going on. And I was starting to hear over the years, people be scared to to come to be a part of what I got because they feel like they gonna get looked down upon. Like I done been there where somebody looked upon, looked down upon where I live. I felt insecure because of my teeth. Like that was a 25, 30 year battle for me, and more like twenty five. Like I get it. Like I went through a battle when thinking my hair. I thought I was ugly. I thought you know what I mean. Like so, we need to just kind of see see where we 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 meet in the middle on that. What you say, Kia? I got the burdock root you talked about. Yes, I'm getting that. Get the sarsaparilla girl. It's really good. And burdock root is very good too. Burdock root is fantastic. Um, for our female reproductive system, for just your health, um, fevers, colds, your immune system. Like burdock root will get it for you too. So that's very good. All at houseofimotep.com. Okay. Speaking of which, um, Kwame at House of Imotep, let me put this damn thing down. I haven't been talking with this. Kwame, House of Imotep, he wrote a book called The Divine Fiat. Yo, this book is so good. He breaks down the history on um, black excellence in herbalism, okay, by Kwame Vaughn. Let me read you just a quick excerpt. You want to talk about um, unsung converts and early stuff like that. He really breaks it down. We talked about the Haitian Revolution and how Haiti, yes, just um yesterday on the first is celebrating independence. Okay, all of our Haitian revolutionaries. That is a very significant 
um, culture, that's significant information we need to know. So when it comes to Vodun and Voodoo, now let me read this. One cannot discuss the history of conjurers and root workers without mentioning, mentioning Marie Laveau, who is renowned as the Vodun Queen. Spent any amount of time in the French Quarter of New Orleans and stories about her life and legend will abound. Now, Marie's rise to voodoo queen can be attributed to her keen business skills. He's breaking down who these people were. For a time, she worked as a beautician, creating hair and skin products for some of the wealthiest women in Creole high society. As a natural herbalist, she helped those women to attract love and wealth as well as to be protected from harm. The effectiveness of her craft combined with her charisma made her a sought-after asset in the community. Honey, and in addition to her beauty and business sense, Marie became known for her clairvoyance and healing abilities. She was a woman of African, French, and Native American descent. Now, he breaks all of that down, and he even goes into the different types of herbs. Um, we talked about burdock root. We can talk about um, buck calamus root, cinnamon, comfrey, devil's shoe string, ginger root, to hyssop. He goes into the detail on all of it. So you guys need to go in houseofimotep.com. Order the Divine Fiat. This book is so good. I'm serious. Like, Kwame, you did your thing, my Virgo brother. I'm proud of you. I'm proud to be an affiliate with you. We so close and do business together so much. And you've been around me since 2017 when I started the womb school. And I said, I need an herbalist. I'm telling all of the herb game. I'm giving all of the remedies. But I need an herbal company that I can work with. And I told you, Kwame, 2017, I said, man, if you stick with me, we're going straight to the top. And ever since we've been affiliates and partners in business, you you really like you've been doing your thing. You opened up your brick and mortar in DC. Shout out to you for that and congrats to you for that. But this book, y'all need to get this book. If you want to learn herbs from A to Z and the history of black excellence and herbalism, definitely get the divine fee. Okay. Um inglassofinotep.com promo code RD80 for a discount. Y'all can put that in the comments too, but I'm definitely gonna do that as well. Elderberry Plus is really good. Um, for your bronchioles, if you want to do a lung cleanse, if you smoke a lot and you want to um, get the mucus out of your lungs and all that, <coughs> you can definitely get some elderberry plus. He's got a lot of good um, things on the site. Colloidal silver. People that are having skin rashes, irritation, funguses, bacterial infections, all that type of thing. Colloidal silver. And this is the only thing that can actually kill a virus on contact. That's North Carolina. Yes, mm -hmm. in North Carolina. Um, we went to the club, but afterwards she wanted to go back to the house and go to sleep. But I told her my little boo at the time would be picking me up and I would and I would link back up with her in the morning. Y'all, this girl started cussing him out for no reason, crying and flipping out. Yes, she was drunk, but bitch. And the second instance, she did the same thing with a college friend of mine when we all went to the club. Please let me know what y'all think this means. It's so fucking weird, and now I just hate hanging with her all together. She only seems normal when it's just me and her. Thanks, friends. She jealous. Yeah. She's a weirdo. She, but she likes attention. So yeah. it, might, it seems like you're the person that always gets the attention. Yep. Yeah. So whenever other people are around, she has to do something to get the Act out. Yeah. So tell her, baby, you doing too much. Straight up. Like, you got to be real with people sometimes. Let them know, hey, Straight you up. doing too much and I don't like this. So that's why I'm not hanging out with you with other people. Because when it's me and you, you cool. Like, everything that you said in this letter, you need to tell to her. Yeah, like, I agree. Don't hold nothing back. Because one thing about me, I feel like 
friendships can only grow and prosper if you're honest. Like anytime Drea does something that bothers me, I tell her immediately and we talk it out. Mm-hmm. And it it be squashed and we move on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when you care about somebody and y'all want to be friends, you can't just be like, oh, what do I do? Bitch, tell them how you feel. And also, when people are friends with you, they should care about how they move and make you look in front of other people. Yes. I feel it's like cousin, even ain't it? Is, did she say it was a cousin? I don't know. I just Sometimes I just be reading, girl. Mm. I don't even be listening. <laughs> I'm dead. I am dead. <laughs> but no. So, um, I think you you have to be mindful of how you move and how you make your friends look. And uh-huh. I think that if you don't care how you making me look, because that's selfish as fuck for you to be acting out and maybe you think it only, it only, um, it only has something to do with you, bitch. You yeah. making me look crazy, exactly, too. Exactly, exactly. Because why are you doing that? That's jealousy. I'm sorry. Yeah, Any, I think it is, Anytime somebody just want to... Make you look bad all the fucking time. Right. That shit is jealousy. I'm sorry. Yeah, y'all know how I feel about Jilly's homegirls. Yeah, you can just kick her ass to the curb. All right. Bye, Ashy. I'm dead. Bye, Ashy. In my business, don't do that. (laughs) Okay, ladies, y'all so funny. I be like in real life, they my friends, LOL. Okay, anyways, here's my thing. So I was dealing with this dude for about a year, right? Now, I didn't do no digging or his past or, or anything. I wanted to start off fresh with good intentions because, you know, searching up a past you're gonna find something you don't like so i didn't do that but my best friend did well lord lo and behold she came across some information she held on to for six months well that's not your friend but anyways when she first told me the information it caused me to get into an argument with her and made me stop dealing with her as a close friend the way she was because she didn't tell me right away and secondly it did not stop me from dealing with my dude now yeah she was a close friend but she was always jealous of mine and his relationship she said he was taking me away from her so i didn't think she had good intentions telling me about the shit she found out six months prior which was past shit and I already knew about. But she dressed it up and make it seem like it was some recent shit. So I know she was being messy. Because me and my dude had already talked about it and it was off the table. So now she big mad telling our other friends I chose a nigga over her. Now was I wrong? Because in my thought I was like she being too messy trying to break her friend and her nigga up. What's your thoughts? Love y'all. Well what is the information? I know bitch you ain't even spilled yeah, the tea. You ain't even give us nothing to go off of. It depends what it was because sometimes yeah. some shit even though it was six months ago it's still a fucking big deal now I do agree she should have told you as soon as she found out I think that's weird but I can't give you a proper assessment because you didn't spill the tea enough yes sis you gotta give us more info write us again because it it depends we probably won't get back to you till two months from now (laughs) we'll see you in 2021 but still (laughs) we gonna let you know now but like I said it depends because if he was fucking another nigga that means right. obviously he's bisexual, yeah, right? Or if it was just like, oh, he got a baby or something, yeah, that's yeah, different. Yeah. So it just depends what the it depends inf- on what the depends issue what the information is. is. Yes, so. You have to write us again, or maybe if you write us, we can like squeeze you in because I really want to know the tea. You I want to know the tea too. Yeah. Okay. Okay, y'all. Next question. Short, sweet, and juicy. Ooh. Hey, hey, ladies. That's in my body. <laughs> I, I was about to say that sound like Jesse. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And juicy. Hey, ladies, I'm gonna follow directions, y'all, so y'all will answer my email. LOL. I'm 25. My BDB is 37, and he Jamaican. His name is Jordan. He has a house in LA and Miami as well, which is where I live. But his nine year old son and baby mom are both back in Jamaica. Perfect. (laughs) You got a maze. Yes, it sounds like paradise. (laughs) 
see a lot of men who display leadership values. You know what I'm saying? You want me to submit, but you got to give me something to submit to. It's no way. Oh, see, I'm about to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I just turn down the volume and let you see how you are moving, your energy is all sass. That's what I'm sitting here doing. I'm just reading you, and you think you're informing, informing me. And I'm like, man, I talk to you every night, and I've talked to you for 30 years. And I'm trying to tell you, you're just like the other snowflakes out here who think you're special, and you're not. Because here's the question. In this sense, we're all God's creatures, but if you need them to have the same spiritual beliefs, right? Mm hmm then your pastor should be helping you lead this husband search, not you. Actually, he don't really believe in a singles ministry. Well, then you're under the wrong shepherd. I don't know about that. Why you know, every that? Time I get, no, no, sorry. Every time I give an answer that lines up with something, it's all shame, insults, guilt. Uh, the need to be right, man, is a, is a big problem with a lot of black women. And And you've been doing you so long that this is just habit to you and the thing is i'm telling you how the kind of men you say you want if you if you really want to know i'll tell you what i'll do i'll put this video up on youtube and i'll let high value men evaluate you how about that hey i'm i'm, I'm all for it okay you you want me to put it up on youtube and put it and put it front, um, in front of a bunch of men and say is this the kind of caliber woman based upon this interview that you want if like I said, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't frighten me. That doesn't frighten me. You don't know why so many women who come from middle class background, from middle class families, want these exceptionally high earning men. Now you just said that men money does not equate to value. I never. You just said high earning. That's what you said. That's a no, 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 no. I said a woman's money does not equate to value. A man's okay. money is definitely part of his value. Okay. And I don't, what else? So, I don't know why so many middle class, you're a middle class raised woman. Your mother married at 22. Your father owns a moving company. Middle class, successful. You should be getting with another middle class, average, successful person. Not be looking for an elite top 10% earner. I mean, I will start there, but you know, once you get with me, we gonna we 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 shooting to the stars. Why we gotta stay there? Why we gotta stay middle class? So again, this is one of that. Remember, so if you're listening, the lady who was in Houston, the 43 year old. I didn't, kid, I didn't hear. Her. I, no, I'm talking to her. If she's listening. This is what I was saying about you with the plumber. You're taking a man who was perfectly fine doing what he was doing. And you still gonna make him be more than he needs to be, so you can keep up with the Joneses. No, it's Listen. called pushing people. To no, no, no. It's called. It's called. I'm not talking to you. Oh, I'm talking because I spoke to a woman Saturday night who said the same thing. She's 43. The same thing. Matter of fact, where is it? Matter of fact, I, Thomas the plumber is what I call it. I could get with him and we're going to be accredited investors and this and that. And I'm like, I always got to push a man to be something. If he's happy with what he is, it's like, it's like all of a sudden black folks have become black women 
start thinking because you make a certain amount of money, only men who make what you make qualify. So even if you meet a man who is in the top 15% of men, that still ain't good enough because he has to make six figures. And you talk about Christian, none of what you're talking about, due respect, man, nothing what you've talked about is, 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 is a Christian. It's all I think men make money more of a big deal than women do. For man, one, that's what you've talked about the entire time you've been here is the the income. No, I talking about this care. Okay. I just said I don't. I said that's a part of men. I don't believe that value to me when I'm talking about a man. For one, his spirituality is number one. That's oh, so you would be okay with a man making uh, forty two thousand dollars a year if he's a he's a devout Christian. Don't play with me. <laughs> That's sad. I mean, to be ashamed of it. It was my, the way I was raised and programmed by the world. You gotta be a nice guy. You gotta do the right thing. You gotta put everybody's needs ahead of your own. Every single relationship I've had, and I haven't had a lot, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of women, trust me, I've had a lot of women. I got some stories that I simply will not tell on YouTube. Uh, I've lived a broad life. I've done some, yeah. I don't have a bucket list. Let's just put it that way. You know, I don't do nothing that, that homo stuff, though. You know, if that's what you do, that's what you do, but I don't do that. But the thing is, as you start to realize, when you hear, the first time you hear a woman say, I normally don't do this kind of thing, but, you know, the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, Okay, but after you heard, after I heard the tenth woman say, "I normally don't do this," I'm like, "Man, what's the only common denominator? Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, other, old, young, rich, poor, American, European, Asian, African. It doesn't matter. The only common denominator was all these women was were lying. I normally don't do stuff like that. That is just a a, a conscious clearing." A saying so she can go ahead and get it in. The women that actually are the best, in my opinion, are the ones that are straight up and know what they want. But they're frowned upon. Guys, the world doesn't want us to be straight up because it is not the world frowns upon masculinity. The point of it is ultimately simping, putting women ahead of your needs, putting anybody ahead of your needs is a bad way for any person to live. Every relationship I had where I actually suspended good, simple thought and I decided to go ahead and put a woman on a pedestal, treat her like a princess, all these other things, you know what ended up happening? Every, I was happy for about a month because she told me all the things I wanted to hear. You're like no other guy I've ever had before. You're so different. You're so this. You're so that. Then after that, after the new car smell wore off, that woman began to resent me. She had contempt for me. No respect for me. Because when a woman knows that you will take whatever she does and let her get away with it, she had no respect for you. Simple as that. You out there being a sucker? So...
And we're and we're told be upfront, open, honest with women. Tell her your feelings. No, I'm telling you, hold stuff back from women. Don't tell them everything. Do not tell a woman that you know what. I, I, whatever you do, I love your dirty drawers, and you could do whatever, and I'll take you back. No, 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 no. Firsthand experience that doesn't work. When you when you check a woman, when you let them know that. You are the catch, not them. You put you put them on your schedule. You make them jump through hoops to get to you. They are mentally engaged and enjoy that kind of stuff. Like I used, like I told you, said the other day, guy was like, "Well, you can't walk by and smack a woman on her butt today because the game is so messed up." This way, I'm like, "When's the last time you tried it? When's the last time you walked up to a woman in a bar or any place?" I'll give you an example. Monday, I was in Starbucks. You see me in Starbucks often. Drop dead, gorgeous woman standing in front of me. She's got headphones on. I don't know this woman from a can of paint. She's ordering her stuff. And I say, and I, I hold my cup up. I was like, I'll have the normal. And beauty here is going to pay for it. Right? That woman looked at me. She's like, excuse me. I was like, oh, I told you, I told him it was on you because you got your Starbucks. I mean, you're beautiful. You know that. Oh, yeah, I got it. A part of me said, oh, don't let her pay. Don't let her pay. Don't let her pay. What? Yes. Now, see, the 20-something-year-old version of me would have took her outside or would have, yeah, would've, that would have went somewhere. But the 40-year-old in me that has gone through the simp, pimp, simp stage, you got to get that simp up out of you. And here's one of the easiest ways to do it. We gotta start hanging around more men. Men by themselves, we are we are that we're like snipers pick off people alone. Look, that woman wanted to pay for my drink. I mean, and here's the thing: I ordered my drink. I I ordered my my pastries. Her drink was like four bucks with my total. Now first, let's cover the elephant in the room. We know women always take the easy way out. We know women always take the easy way out. That's just what they do. They're going to take the easy way out. If you give a woman five different ways to get out of an issue, she's going to do the one. She's going to always take the one that's the easiest. Even if another one has a greater reward on the end, she doesn't care about the greater reward on the end. She cares about the easiest way to the end result. That's just what women do. They care about the easiest way. When a woman marries a man who who jumping out all over her man and, and, and don't require her to do nothing, just love her dirty draw just because she wake up with him on, you know what that woman does? She settles for that man. Why? Because that's the easy way out. Women don't want to work hard in relationships. Why? Because that's the hard way. There's an easy way. There's a man out there that won't require her to do nothing in a relationship but show up. Just for, and for him, her just showing up is showing out. Some of this stuff is just work, man. It's not easy. You got to work hard, man, to put yourself in the proper space, in the proper head space, the proper frame of mind. You got to strike a balance. Like you got to like you got to strike a balance within yourself. Not for the moment or not for the woman. Or not. You got to strike a balance for yourself. You can't change yourself for a woman. Whoever you are is who you are. You got to embrace your personality. Maybe you should be a comedian if you're goofy. All comedians are goofy. 
You know, that's just what, I mean, just be a comedian, man. And maybe you're not living in your calling and you're trying to change who you are naturally for a broad. I ain't changing nothing for no broad, bro. Nothing. You got to make a woman appreciate everything that you give her, everything you do for a man, because if not, she ain't going to look at nothing. There are five things, six for good measure, that a woman will blame her poor behavior on. And these are things that she's going to blame her poor behavior on regardless of how you feel about it. This is how they function. One of these things is always going to be the blame for her poor behavior. One of them is. Now, there may be more, but these are the ones you're more likely to hear. These are the ones that we hear all of the time as men. And we're like, wait a minute. Is she serious? She got to be kidding me. You understand? These are the ones we hear the majority of the time. And so let's get it in. Let's have a talk about it, man. The first thing is her rage. You put a one in the chat, man. And I'm not talking about now recently, but ever. Put a one in the chat if you had one of these things happen. If you ever had the windows on your car bust. If you ever had a bra show up at your house unannounced. If you ever had a bra flat your tires. If you ever had a broad call, you man, just go to hell off. You couldn't even get a word inside where you just had to hang up on them. If you ever had a broad show up and try to fight the next broad you was with. If you ever had a broad call, your mom and tell lies on you, call your family, tell lies on you, spread lies on you. If you ever had a broad walk around, you know, just, you know, do anything. If you got a child, have you ever had a, a, a woman try to, you know, keep a child from you? Use a child as a weapon against you. Put your own child's poor because she can't be with you. Any of those things. Have you ever had any of those things happen? If you have, put a one in the chat. And if you can think of any other things along those lines, put a one in the chat. Have you ever had a woman try to make a scene in public just because you, especially if you just told a man that you broke up with her that you don't want to be with her no more? You know, have you ever had a woman just make a scene in public? Have you ever had a woman try to, listen, Eve, let's go deep. Have you ever had a woman who tried to call the police on you, man, and you ain't do nothing to her? She was just mad in her feelings, so she called the people. I know guys, man, who've had women. Uh, who, who, who called the people and know he was riding dirty. Got him jammed up. Have you ever had those things happen? Women do those things and then they blame rage. No, I was mad. Oh, I was mad. I did that. I was mad. But you as a man are taught that you're supposed to hold your anger back. Were you in a relationship? Or that's what she'll tell you. You may not have been taught that when you were young, but she'll tell you that. Bleach on your clothes. Catch up on your clothes. Let, they like to mess your clothes up. Don't have no J's, man. Don't, don't have a Jordan collection. That's the first thing they go for. Remember Left Eye? Rest in peace to her, but you remember she burnt she burnt up our Andre Rising house? And this is the crazy thing. That wasn't the first time she threw his stuff in the bathtub and burned it up. What happened is she, she had a habit of taking his clothes, putting them in the bathtub, burning them up. He got the bathtub replaced. And this time, he didn't get a, a metal bathtub. He got a bathtub, man, that was that... Uh, there was some synthetic material that, that flamed up, burnt the whole house down because she was mad in a rage trying to burn a man's clothes up. That's not anger. That's insanity. Like Kazan said, man, that's insanity. But these are the type of things they'll do and they'll blame it on rage. I was mad. He made me mad. How he made you mad? But he answered the phone when I called. Are you stupid? You got to be. 
Well, I was just mad. How he made you mad? I told him to bring me some, some ketchup with my fries. He ain't bring me no ketchup. Are you stupid? Well, I, did, I just did that because I was mad. How you was mad? Because some girl called me and, and some girl jumped in my DM and left a message telling my, telling my, she, he, she, they married and, and, and her two children belong to him. Are you stupid? Oh, just mad. That's the only reason I did that. Well, why you mad? Because he told me he was going over his friend's house. Then I drove him past by his friend's house. He wasn't there. Are you stupid? That's not rage, man. That's an insane obsession with you. If you have a woman right now, anyone listening in the chat or listening on the playback, if you have a woman like that, man, man, you got to get rid of that woman. That woman don't mean you no good, bro. You got to get rid of her. She's not the one for you. And the crazy thing is, like SJ say, man, they go crazy, man, when you cut them off. A chick, man, she'll be acting like she all cocky and all that, and then she'll mess around, man, to go crazy when you cut off. Start chasing you and trying to, you know, catch up with you and, and interfere with whoever you're going to be with and all that, man. Boy, let me tell you something, man. If you got that alpha energy, man, you'd have some experience with these women, man. That's why I don't chase them. Man, you ch listen, any woman you get, man, she's going to come with some problems. So you're going to go chase the problems down? Any woman you get going to come with some problems. All of them. You could tell if a woman got that rage for thing, man. Let me tell you something. I watch a woman's actions and her energy. If a woman ain't super laid back when she talking to me, bro, you know what I'm saying? If she think about something, say somebody call her and she just go off. You know what I'm saying? She be like, well, I'm talking blah, 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 blah. I'm looking at her like, man, that girl, that, whatever they told her couldn't have been that bad and she just went off on them. I'm looking at her like, man, that's that's going to be a problem right there. I cut her loose, man. She going to chase me, man. She going to hunt me. She going to chase me. Chase me. I'll do all right. You know, you got to keep in mind, man, that anytime a woman gets into an emotion, man, she's going to do whatever that emotion tells her to do. And rage is her most dangerous emotion. Because jealousy, she won't react with jealousy like that until jealousy turns into rage. And that's another one, man, that she blames it on, jealousy. That man be at work all the time, man, trying to take care of you while you cheated on him. Well, I was, you know, I was, I was alone. He was putting his job before me. Are you stupid? What you mean he was putting his job before you? Putting his job before you, are you stupid? The man say he going to work so you can have a certain life. He put his job before you? He should put everything before you because you sound dumb. Well, his mama, he always he put his mama before me and, and blah, blah, blah. How long y'all been together? Well, we've been together about six months. He put his mama before you and y'all been together six months? Are y'all married? No, we ain't married. We, we supposed to get engaged next year. Are you stupid? Jealousy is a crazy thing, man, because a lot of times a woman be jealous of nothing. Jealousy is not real. She's not jealous. She just understands that you can do better than her. You got to always let a woman know that you can do better than her. Hold up. Let's talk about this. How do you let a woman know you can do better than her? Well, how do you do that? Do you say, well, I can get any woman I want? No, that's what women say. I can have any man I want. Okay, you can't have me no more. Get thee, get thee behind me, Satan. How do, you, how, do, how do you let a woman know you can do better than her? Because being by yourself is, is better than her if she's going to bring you any type of negative energy. It's better to be by yourself. It's better to dwell in the corner of the rooftop than in a wild house with a brawling woman. So it's better to be by yourself than be with a crazy woman, man. Be with a woman who, who bringing you all type of negative energy. Man, I don't take no negative energy from a woman at all. You know what I'm saying? I tell her about the negative energy. She bring it to me. We're going to have a problem. You know what I'm saying? I understand that, 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 that 
A lot of times, man, these women ain't been in a relationship with a man who plays no demands on them, so I give them that. But once I tell you about something, if you do it again, we're going to have a problem. We're going to have a problem that you ain't going to even know about because I ain't going to tell you about the problem. I'm going to show you about the problem. So while you think that everything grave and everything going to be cool, I'm going to have a surprise for you. Trust me, and you're going to know what it's about. You're going to know what it's about, so ain't going to be no need to call me and be begging and doing all that. You're going to know what it's about. Jealousy is the biggest excuse they use. Sometimes they use it as an excuse because they know it works, but they don't be jealous, man. And then you, you got guys who feel, who feel proud because they woman jealous. You got men who get validated because they woman jealous, man, because they want to believe some other woman going to get them or some other woman got them or so or you can have any. Man, I don't care nothing about that, man. I want a woman to stay in whatever emotion, emotional state going to have her peaceful because peace of mind is priceless. And the very, man, the very minute she start, you know, interfering with mine, we're going to have a problem, a major problem. We're going to have an insurmountable obstacle if she don't get it together real quick because I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I can have a woman, man, the next day, man, just not have her no more. I, I, I'm, I'm, man, not only am I okay with that, I condone that mindset. She got to work to be in my life, man. She got to work hard to be in my life. And these women, these women who won't embrace their behavior because they're always something to blame it on, you got to watch those women, man. Those women have no sense of accountability and they go, everything that happens wrong, they find somebody else to blame it on or something to blame it on. That means they never improve, they never get better, they never start embracing the idea that they are the reason that things are going on. It's something that's simple. Man, let me tell you something. And, and I tell y'all this, I don't know if I told y'all this before, man, but guys be listening like a woman say she need a break. Man, if a woman say she need a break from me, I'm finna get her as a break, a break break. I'm talking about a break break. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way it is. I don't play that because, it, listen, bro, if a woman need a break from you, that means that the energy of the situation is more than she can handle, more than she wants to handle, more than she feels like she needs to handle, or just something she don't want to be involved in. Breaks aren't temporary. Breaks are full time. We ain't, this ain't, you know, this, this ain't, you know, school where you get a lunch break. You know, another thing is this, man. She'll use her age. You know me, man, I like young tenders. And I like young tenders because older women use their age in, a, in another way. But a young chick man will always say, well, I'm young. Well, you know, I'm young. I don't know much. I haven't had much experience. You know, hey, Shada, didn't I just tell you don't do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know much. I don't have any experience. You know, when you, you know, when you, when you leave someone, you know, you, when I just don't know. You, you can't look down on me because I, because I don't have as much experience as you. Uh, I heard an old saying where if you have much, if you look down on people who don't have as much, as, who haven't evolved as much as you, then you haven't evolved as much as you think. You know things like that, man. You know, young chicks use their age because they want to play dumb on everything. They feel like if they can play dumb on everything, they don't have to put in any work. They don't have to do the work if they can get you to believe. Well, just take your time with me. You know, and I'll, I'll, I'll get it one day. You know, I'm still young. Just let me get about thirty. And then I can get it when I'm 30. You know, just, just give me some time. You know, don't, don't give up on me now. That, that type of thing right there, man. Especially when it comes to things, man, when it comes down to her being open and honest about something. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to her sharing some information that she feel like you might have an issue with or, or you might get, she might get some backlash on, man, she'll sit there and act like she don't know how to talk, like she don't know how to hear, she don't know how to breathe, she don't know how to think. She don't know how to sit. She don't know how to stand. She don't know how to pee. She don't know how to do nothing. All of a sudden, she, she, she wants you to embrace her like a woman, but then she want to revert back to her childish outlook and her childish ways at the same time. And I just be honest with you, man. 
I pull them up off that. You know what I'm saying? It's time for you to grow up. You know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why God put me in your life. He's ready for you to grow up. And you, these are the things you need to do. And if she can't handle that, man, then, you know, that's just it. You know, this ain't for her. See, I look at it from this perspective, man. Any woman who can't deal with the way I am, you know, guys, we talk about, man, I wonder how many women he get. I wonder how many women. More than you. I wonder how many people. Man, you can't get no woman like that. Women ain't going to go for that, man. If she don't go for that, she can go. It's my way or no way and no way is okay. We say it all the time over here. I'm okay, man, with not having no woman. Because you know what, man? Listen, bro. It's a great thing to just say, you know what? I'm going to take a trip here and go stay for a couple of weeks, three weeks, a month. And then just go do it. You can take a woman if you want to. Or you can go to the beach with no sand. You can take sand to the beach or go to the beach with all the sand that don't take none with you. Either way it go, you're going to be at the beach with some sand. Whether you take some sand to the beach or you go to the beach without sand because the beach already